0: Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. I believe expansion. The word of this year is expansion. And I believe that's exactly what God is doing. He's bringing some expansion in this place. And I I just believe uh, uh, the the word that the Lord has been dealing with us is, uh, you know, uh, as we look at the epicenter church, that we're to use what we have until we get what we need. How many believe we're going to get a new building soon? Hallelujah. We're just borrowing this building, but we're going to own our own building. But, you know, you didn't even need a building to reach the gospel. Hallelujah. I I got a text this week uh, from Bishop Bill, and we were talking about the Thursday night service because he watched it on uh, 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 YouTube, and and he, he began to tell me, he said, you know, the disciples, 12 of them, reached over a billion people and they're still reaching people today. Mm -hmm. Come on. Are you with me today? They didn't even need a building. Hallelujah. They didn't even, they didn't even own a building. Mm -hmm. I texted him back. I said, we don't own a building either yet. Hallelujah. And I believe that God's going to fill that building up totally debt free. Come on, are we, are we? Do we need to turn the heat down so you get it a little bit cooler? Hallelujah! So we wake up this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah, Uh, because this is the epicenter church. It's a place where we love God, we love people, and it's all about Jesus. And when you lift up the name of Jesus, something happens in this place. God brings forth healing in the land. God brings forth healing in the body. And as we come together uh, this year, uh, this month, the Lord has put this word on my heart. Uh, He gave me the title of this message. It's entitled, Give thanks. Give thanks. God expects us to thank Him for the blessings in our life. He's expecting us to thank Him for everything that we have. You know what? I thank God for you. I thank God for this church. I thank God for the the anointing that, that is released in this house. My, my text today is found in First Thessalonians, and I, I shared this text on, on Thursday night. If you, if you get an opportunity, go back and listen to Thursday night. Listen to it all the way to the end. Alicia had a prophetic word at the very end of that, and it, you need to hear it. I mean, the anointing hit Thursday night, just like the anointing is about to hit tonight, today. Hallelujah, David. God is going to pour out his spirit today. We've got to position ourselves for the blessing. Come on today when you came in here you positioned yourself for the blessing when you sit down in the chair the comfortable chair you're in right now you sit down preparing for the blessing that god is about to pour out wow. hallelujah we need to have that expectation i mean we had that expectation last week and look what happened jc hallelujah the anointing of god hit him and healed his body from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Hallelujah. You can hear his testimony on that Thursday night service. I put him on the spot. He got up here and he acted like he's preached for years. Hallelujah. Because the anointing came upon him. God healed his body to, the, to God be the glory. Hallelujah. We're going to be able to testify of his goodness of his grace of whatever God has brought you from He is about to bring you through it. Amen. Amen. But I, I use this text in, in first Thessalonians chapter number five and verse 18. I'm going to use it this morning. Also, the Bible says in everything give thanks. Come on, everybody say thanks. thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now today, I'm gonna give you a lot of scriptures. I know when Joshua got all his scriptures, he probably thought, man, dad, we're gonna be here all day. But I got a lot of scriptures for you today because I believe we need to see how the word of God talks about giving thanks. Amen? No matter what you're going through today, we need to give thanks to the Lord. This is the evidence in the words of Jesus to the one uh, lone ex, ex leper who returned to thank him. Over in Luke chapter number seven and verse number 15 through 17. Luke chapter 17, 15 through 17. The Bible says, and one of them, come on everybody, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at the feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan and Jesus answered and said, we're not there 10 cleansed, but where are the other nine? Today we need to recognize. Whenever God brings forth healing, we need to come back before Him and start praising Him. See, that's what JC did on Thursday night. He got up here and said, thank you, Jesus, that I felt your anointing flow from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, bringing healing to my body, and I just want to bring thanks to you, God, for healing my body. Because if He can do it now, He's going to do it in the future. Hallelujah! God not only deserves our thanks, but I believe he also deserves it. He wants us to be grateful for his goodness rather than just take it all for granted. So many people just take it for granted. The other nine, they took it for granted, but only one. I mean, I can just imagine him walking back with all the other nine and all of a sudden looking at his leprosy going, it's gone it what he said happened and what did he do he came back and he gave him praise he went before him he dropped down on his face before the lord and gave him thanks as we are preparing to have thanksgiving this week let us understand that god doesn't want our thanksgiving to be limited to one thursday in the month of november God wants us to continually thank him every single day he wants us to live a life of thankfulness I mean from November to November he wants us to give him thanks he wants us to live a life of thankfulness let us look back at Paul has what Paul has said in his text he says in every give thanks come on say everything come on now say it like you mean everything come on say yeah thank come on say it again David everything I like the way he says it. everything we got to say it like that everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you I mean, that's what Paul's telling us. It's concerning you. He wants you to give God thanks. He's encouraging us to give God praise and give him thanks. In Ephesians chapter number five and verses 19 through 20, he says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, he writes, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. See, Paul made it clear. That our giving thanks is to be continued in all situations, in everything that you're going through. It it, it is to be ongoing in spite of your circumstances, not just when everything is all good. So many times, that's the only time we give thanks, when everything's going good. When everything is smooth and dandy. That's whenever we just want to give God praise. But Paul is telling us, give God praise in every circumstance. See, Paul was able to maintain an attitude of gratitude because he held on a proper perspective of both God and his circumstances. He knew that God was good all the time. And... can. Cons- And he knew that God was good all the time and all the time God is good. Paul's attitude toward the circumstances and situations mirrored that of Joseph. Come on in Genesis chapter number 50 in verses 19 and 20. We can look at the we can look at the life of Joseph Joe and Joseph said unto them in verse number 19 in Genesis 50 19 fear not come on somebody tell somebody fear not not. for I am in the place of God but as for you ye thought evil against me but God everybody say but God God. minute unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. You will remember that Joseph's brothers. He, they hated him. And they sold him into slavery. That's exactly what they did. But the situation was just a part of God's bigger plan of protection. I mean, even though they sold him to slavery, God had a plan, hallelujah. Even though that Joseph ended up going to the pit, God still had a plan. And God wanted him to keep praising him no matter what the circumstances is. And that's exactly what Joseph did, is he continually praised him. Joseph's attitude basically says... Since God is good, then the bad circumstance must be meant to bring about some further good in or through my life, or else God would not have allowed anything, all of this to happen. God knows the end from the beginning. If He knows the end from the beginning, He knew the end from the beginning for Joseph. And Joseph didn't fear it. Joseph just walked through it. Sometimes we just go walk through the process. It may not make sense in your life right now, but you just got to walk through the process. Uh, Let me say it this way. You just got to trust the process. Come on. We got to trust the process. That's what Joseph had to do. He had to trust the process. It didn't didn't make sense to him. God, I mean, you, you, you promised it to me. Why hasn't it happened, but you know what he did? He just kept praising God, he kept thanking God. Come on, somebody today, you may not understand it right now, but you just need to keep thanking God. Come on, you're you're praying for your kids and your grandkids, and the more you pray for them, the further off they get. They're They're not being pushed away from your prayers, they're running into your prayers hallelujah God knows the end from the beginning keep praying for him keep pressing in what an occurrence picture of pain that Joseph went through suffering and all the negative stuff that we all have faced in this life has anybody gone through some pain has anybody gone through some hardship has anybody gone through some suffering you know what we need to do through it thank God we need to bring praise to God see tell your neighbor it may look bad right now come on tell your neighbor it may look bad right now but God has something good in store come on it it looked bad for Joseph in the circumstance right then but God was about to turn it around For his glory, God was about to turn it all around, knowing that God expects us to live a life of thanksgiving rather than offering limited thanks and knowing that we must never lose sight of God's goodness. No matter what you're going through, you've got to not lose sight of the goodness of God, of the goodness and the mercy of God. We cannot lose sight, even in the darkness. Even in the darkness, even in the darkest times, even in the hardest times of life. Even in the hardest times when when we lose a loved one. We still got to give God praise. God knows what He's doing. God knows what He's doing and He hasn't left you and He hasn't forsaken you. It may be tough, it may be rough, but the Lord wants you to know today that he's going to see you to the end hallelujah today I want to share with you three reasons why our Thanksgiving must be continual no matter what our circumstances may be I'm gonna give you three things today and we'll give you your three points hallelujah I know our church loves points hallelujah you guys like to write down notes and take pictures of notes and That's good because you need to take those notes home and study to make sure I'm preaching the right word. Come on, are you with me? Study to show yourself approved. We always use that on preachers. Oh, those preachers need to study to show themselves approved. No, the church needs to study to show yourself approved. Hallelujah. So today I'm going to give you three points. I'm going to give you three reasons why our Thanksgiving must be continually, no matter what the circumstances are. Number one, are you ready? Number one, because the world is watching and listening. They're watching and they are listening. The world seems to ignore the good news. They ignore the good news we are trying to share with them, but they become all ears when negative circumstances hit us. Come on. Have you ever noticed that? That the world only likes to broadcast bad things. They only like to broadcast bad things. I mean, they'll, they'll use. 25 minutes of bad news and maybe a minute of good news. Come on, that's how corrupt our world is. And so because the world is watching and listening, they need to see what we do when circumstances get hard. They need to see us as a church praising God through all circumstances. Giving thanks to God no matter what's going on. I've told you time and time that epicenter church is going to be known as that role model church. Where every race, every nation, and every land is going to be in this church. And what I mean by that is we're going to be that role model to show the world that whenever we have every race, every nation, and every land, that come together in the body of Christ, we're going to show the world because the, because the world is watching and the world is listening to the church. And we're going to be the role model to show the world that every race, every nation, and every land can get along. Come on, I figure I get a bigger amen than that. <laughs> come on. Where every race, every na- it doesn't matter if there's an Asian sitting next to you. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if there's an Indian person sitting next to you. It doesn't matter what color you are. God wants us to come together. If we can't get along now, we're all going to be up in heaven. God's not going to say, you're going to sit over here, you're going to sit over here, you're going to sit over here. So right now, we need to start giving thanks to God for every race, every nation, and every land that is about to come into the epicenter church, that is about to be reached out in epicenter church to God be the glory. We need to start thanking God. Why? Because the world is watching and the world is listening. Consider the situation of Paul and Silas, how they found themselves in. In Acts chapter number 16, in verse number 22 through 25, the Bible says the multitude rose up against them. How many know the world's going to try to come up against the church? They already have. But if God be for us, who can be against us? And the multitude rose up, against, up together against them, and the uh, magistrates rented off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas began singing praises unto God in the prison. And the whole prisoners heard them. In the middle of their captivity, in a jail cell, everybody was watching and everybody was listening. They were trying to find out how they were going to respond. Come on. How are you going to respond when trouble comes your way? How are you going to respond? You know how Paul and Silas did? They started praising him. They got their praise on. Hallelujah. They started praising Him. And they started praising Him. See, when our circumstances turn from good to bad, when the flow of God's blessing seems to be temporarily turned off in our lives, what we tend to forget is that it is at this moment that the world is most likely watching our lives to see how we're going to react. Come on, your co-workers are going to watch you. Your family's going to watch you. The little kids are going to watch you. The elders are going to watch you. See, the world is watching and they're listening to everything. They're finding out if you're going to praise him in the good and they're going to praise him when it's bad. They want to see how we're going to react. They're wanting to see how you're going to react. When bad news comes your direction, they wanna see how you're gonna react. (laughs) Times of suffering and hardship often provide you and I great opportunities to demonstrate the loyal of Christianity. Gives us that opportunity. If we are only grateful and joyful when things are going good, then how are we any different from the rest of the world? We need to praise him even in the bad times, even in the hard times, hallelujah. What do we have that the world wants? Peter said in first Peter chapter number two, you look like you need a scripture. And verse number 12, the Bible says, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against, you as evildoers, they may be, may buy your good works, which they shall behold, glory God in the day of visitation. Simply put life, such good lives, then even though people accuse you of doing wrong or things go wrong with people may see the good deeds of the glory of God we need the glory of God to invade the church today we need the glory of God to begin to overwhelm any circumstance that we may be going through the Bible says in Matthew chapter number five and verse 45 that you may be the children of your father which is in heaven for he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and the good and, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. Hallelujah. Jesus is speaking in Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. We're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot hide be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven if you want to be used of God to bring your unsaved friends, your unsaved co-workers to Christ, then you must learn to praise God continually. We've got to praise Him continually. We must offer continual thanks to the Lord. Number one, because the world is watching and the world is listening. Number two, we must continue Offering thanks, number two, because Satan is watching and Satan is listening. Come on. How many know we got an enemy and his name's Satan, and he wants to kill, steal and destroy your life. And Satan is watching and Satan is listening. He's listening to every conversation. Come on. He's listening to everything that's going on. But this is what Peter says in first Peter chapter number five and verse number eight. It says this, he says this, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace who called you to this eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the power of Forever and ever. Amen. I like what Peter says here. Think about this question. What kind of animals do lions mostly devour? Come on, think about that just for a minute. What kind of animals do lions most likely devour? I'm going to give you three of them. The weak. The injured and the sick. That's who he's looking for. The weak, the injured, and the sick. What tips Satan off that we might be at a point of vulnerability that our suffering has us weak. That's exactly what the enemy wants to do. Is He's waiting for us to become weak so he can pounce on us. He's waiting for you to become weak. Even in your sickness, you need to continually praise God. Even when you're weak, you need to continually just praise Him. You need to be on your guard to watch out for Satan's attempts to devour us. Resist Satan by standing firm in the faith. Come on, we need to stand firm in God's faith in us. There's no better way to do this than to thank God. When we're standing in faith, when we're about to get devoured, we, the enemy ain't going to attack somebody that's praising him. Praising the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. No matter what I'm going through, God, I'm still going to praise you. No matter what situation that, that comes about, I'm still going to praise you. I don't care what the outcome's going to be, I'm still going to praise you. Whatever that outcome is going to be, I'm going to praise you, God, through it all. I'm going to bring praise to your name. I'm going to bring glory to your name. I'm telling you, when you do that, the enemy will flee from you. You know why? Because it shows you have life in you. Hmm. Come on, let's go back to that John 10.10. I know Josh doesn't have that up there, but everybody should know that. John 10.10, the thief cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay? The enemy is looking for your weakness. He's looking for your weakness. But if we get to the second part of that scripture where he says, I come that you have life. You show the enemy that you have life when you start praising the Lord. You show the enemy you have life when you start dancing and thanking God for what he's doing. No matter what the outcome, God, I'm still going to praise you. And No matter what... how. How it's going to turn out, God, I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to bring glory to your name. God, I thank you that my loved ones are going to get saved. Hallelujah. I thank you that my family members are going to be healed. Hallelujah. I thank you that, God, you're going to bring them in from the north the south, east, and west. That they're not running away from our prayers anymore, Jill. They're just running into them. And it's a net that is compelling them to come back to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your prayer is that net and you're casting that net whenever you send forth praise to God and thanking God for your loved ones being saved. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just got to picture our loved ones lifting their hands and worshiping God. Come on, you got to picture them in the house of God with their hands stretched up, giving praise and glory to the Father. Come on, you need to get that vision inside of your head. Hallelujah. Uh, Yeah, they may be sick. They may be in a wheelchair. It's okay. You need to picture them standing up by that wheelchair. Because if they come into this house, they're going to get out of it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to release this on you. I'm going to prophesy this on somebody today. Uh, they're, They're just going to get by your shadow and get healed. Come on. Come on, if He can do it for the disciples, He can do it for you. Because God is still the healing God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. If God can do it back then, He's going to do it right now. He's a right now God. Hallelujah. See, the lion is listening to the sound of the wounded animal. And Satan is listening for us to gripe and complain about everything. He listens to the sounds of us. He's listening to everything. He's, he's just look, looking to get his foot in the door. But the Bible says resist him, resist the enemy. And what will he do? He gonna flee. Hallelujah, you got authority. Candace, you got authority over the enemy. If you got the power of God in you, you got the authority of, over the enemy. All you have to do is resist him. We've Got so many Christians walking around and they're, they're being beat up. Come on. They're being tormented. They're being down and depressed hallelujah but if they start praising god and if they start seeing you praise god if they see you start thanking jesus hallelujah that's one thing i do no matter what the day is i'll walk around saying thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus no matter what it's what i'm going through i, I just start saying thank you Jesus." you can ask my kids they hear me saying it thank you jesus Thank you. I walk into the store saying, thank you, Jesus. Walk into the restaurant saying, thank you, Jesus. No matter what, I, say, I, I like just saying, thank you, Jesus. Because when you thank Jesus, you don't give the enemy. You don't show your weakness to the enemy. Because you know where you stand. Come on, somebody needs to know where they stand today. And you need to just call out the name of Jesus. Because when you call out the name of Jesus, things begin to happen. Things begin to shake. Come on, we're, we're the epicenter church. Things are about to shake up. If you only knew what was under you right now. There's a stirring that's going on in this building. There's a stirring that's going on in this church. There's an eruption that is about to take place. Today is that day. Every day I come into this church, every time I come in here, every time we come in as a church body, I'm like, God, today is this the day? Is this the day that we're going to send shockwaves throughout the world? I-, I like our invitation. It's shockwaves. <laughs> come on, it's a shockwave. <laughs> Somebody today, you need a shockwave to hit you today. You need the power of the Holy Ghost to hit you today in a shockwave. How do you get it? By just saying thank you, Jesus. By just giving thanks to the Most High. Hallelujah. We must offer continual thanks. Number one, because the world is watching and listening. Number two, because Satan is watching and listening. Um, Brings me to my third and final point today. We we must offer continual thanks because God is watching and God is listening. Everybody else is watching and listening, but we got to recognize God is watching and God is listening. He's just waiting for you to just thank him. He's waiting for you to give him praise. <laughs> He's waiting for you just to bring glory to his name. See, God said in Second Chronicles chapter number sixteen and verse number nine, for the eyes of the Lord rage throughout the earth to strengthen those whose heart are fully committed to him. We have done a foolish thing, and from now on you will be at war. See God, what God is saying is, I'm looking for people that will demonstrate the power of strength. I'm looking for people whose heart are fully committed to trust me and trust me through the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what He's looking for. He's looking for somebody, no matter the circumstances. I'm looking for somebody that will worship me in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. It don't matter if we get beat up. I mean, even even our our football teams, when they lose, we're still going to support them. Come on. I'm still going to support them Sooners. Even with their record the way they are. Rick's still going to support his cowboys. Each one of us are still going to support our team. And that's what God wants us to do, is no matter the good, the bad, and the ugly, he wants us to support him and give him praise at all times. Give thanks. Come on, somebody today, you need to give thanks. This week, when you get get around your family or or, or your family members or you just give them a call, you need to say thank you to God. For my family members. Thank you, God. And whenever you talk to them, you need to thank them for another day. You need to thank them for another day that you can talk to them. Because if they're, when they go, it's hard. I know. Man, I'd love to call my mama up again. Mm, I'd love to give her another call. Man, she would like this Facebook business. She'd be one of them bloggers, (laughs) whatever they are. Everybody be following my mama. She's still alive right now. I I would love to give her a call. We need to thank God for the loved ones we have right now. And we need to thank God for the loved ones we're going to see once again. (laughs) Hallelujah. We need to give God praise in all circumstances. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God be the glory we need these three things we need to we need to give God thanks in all circumstances because the world is watching and the world is listening come on church are you with me today the world is watching the world is listening we need to recognize satan is watching and satan is listening we need to recognize God is watching and God listening can I just add something to that and God loves you even when we mess up come on even when we mess up he still loves us hallelujah I just want to close with this scripture today found in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse 4 through 7 just want to close with this. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. I, I feel like this week that the peace of God, come on, no matter what the situation you're going through this week, this Thanksgiving, the peace of God, passeth all understanding, is going to invade your life. Not just your life, but your family's life. Everybody that you come in contact with this week. And I pray you come in contact with a lot of people. I pray you come in contact with a lot of family members. And whenever you come in contact with them, that the peace and the glory of God, come on, The peace and the glory of God why because the world's listening come on the world's watching the world's listening Satan is watching and Satan's listening God is watching and God is listening your family's watching and they're listening they're wanting to see how you're going to thank God in your situation Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.